Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What happens when a popular rock radio DJ retires, sells everything, and with his wife, takes off in an RV to see America? Ho, ho, ho! It's the Rockin' the RV Life podcast with Jeff and Patty. Join them each week as they share their experiences while giving you advice and tips along the way. Thank you very much for joining our show. Yeah, we've been kind of holed up here in Las Vegas Mm -hmm. for a while. Actually, we're spending a month here. Mm -hmm. And the reason is because we're going to head eastward. We want to go to some of the national parks north and east of here Mm -hmm. into Utah. Yeah, and we're just waiting for the weather to get better. Right. We don't want to be... In the snow. (laughs) We don't want to freeze. Right. (laughs) It's one of the reasons we got out of Ohio in the first place. Right. (laughs) But it's been really nice here. Mm -hmm. Las Vegas has kind of surprised us. We really don't spend much time at the Strip. We don't. We've probably only been there maybe three times. But there are so many places to visit. There are. Especially in the wintertime here. Yeah. The weather is perfect for being outdoors, hiking. Yeah. We just went to Death Valley National Park. We did. Oh, my gosh. What a beautiful place. It's Unbelievable. I just thought it was going to be something like just this barren land of flat desert, but boy, it's gorgeous. It was filled with the most beautiful mountains and yeah, very desert colorful and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, and there's so much to see. Just beautiful. Lots to do. A lot of great rides through canyons. And of course, they're famous for their Badwater Basin. It's actually like 280 feet below sea level. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> oh my- gosh it was really something it was really hot down there yeah really then we got in the car and we went all the way around and up the mountain that was next to it and there's a lookout that looks down over that bad water basin and that is about what about a mile high about a mile high Mm -hmm. boy it was cold up there (laughs) yeah it was it was 59 up there It was 82 in the basin yes it's really incredible what a beautiful park though and we actually got a good price on gasoline now listen to this oh we did good price of gasoline four dollars and 36 cents a gallon that was a great price (laughs) it was and that was in Pahrumpf Nevada but it's a cool town it is nice people Uh uh-huh And believe it or not, that was a good price for gasoline. When we first got to the Las Vegas area, gasoline was about $3.80 a gallon. Mm -hmm. Make a long story short, we decided to fill up the RV, and it was the best decision we made because... Gasoline has gone above five dollars here. Oh yeah. It's like five twenty nine. Yeah. So when we saw it for four thirty six, we got a little excited. Yes. Are we excited about the price of gasoline? No. No, not at all. Not at all. But at least we were able to fill up the Jeep at 436. That's true. Yeah. So anyway, today we're going to introduce you to a couple that we met in Yuma, Mm -hmm. Arizona. Yes. And then we met them again here in Las Vegas. Mm -hmm. You know, you'll find that when you're traveling, you'll meet people in certain parks and camps, and then you'll see them again. Right. Which is really a cool thing. It really is. Especially if you really like the people. Yes. And we really liked Susan. 
Susan and Eric. Oh my gosh, they're so nice. And they're from Cleveland, Ohio, which is where we're from. Eric follows Jeff on Facebook and saw that we were in Yuma, Arizona at the same time we were, so he reached out. And when we sat down and started talking to them, we said to ourselves, oh my God, (laughs) you have to hear their story. We thought our problems were bad. (laughs) You are not actually going to believe what you're about to hear. Mm -hmm. Now, Susan has a coachman. It's a 2019 sports coach. 40-foot motorhome. From what you're about to hear, you would think that it would be like a 10 or 20-year-old motorhome. And it's not. It's pretty new. And it's absolutely beautiful. I mean, it is just beautiful inside. But. And outside. (laughs) There's a few issues. Mm -hmm. So we took our microphones and we headed over to their motor coach, got on board, and started talking. Please welcome to our podcast, Susan and Eric. Hey, Patty. Hey, Jeff. Thanks for having us. Sure. Well, you were the one that contacted us in Yuma. We were in the same RV park for the most part. Uh We were able to go by and see you. Mm -hmm, Because you saw on Facebook that we were there. Susan wasn't there that day. She was off shuffleboarding. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Actually, I was line dancing. It was line dancing. Yes. That's right. (laughs) Yeah. So you guys have been on the road for quite a while with your RV traveling and everything but this goes back to you said you were about 18 years old when you wanted to see america right yes and you took off were you hitchhiking i was not i had a chevy impala wow that it had just gotten an accident so i had a big bright blue and white goodyear sign over the cut in the car that was how i drove i got as far as wisconsin visited with my family up there for a while in Sheboygan mm-hmm. and got a call from work that I would get a raise if I came back. Oh. So came back to Ohio, never married it to the West Coast. But I then started a savings account to mm-hmm. someday be able to travel. What was your first RV? My first RV was a 42-foot fifth wheel. Wow. I pulled that with a 3,500 gram diesel dually no kidding you know you're pretty badass (laughs) yes you are what got you motivated for that you know i was a single mom so Mm -hmm. i had two boys 14 years apart so child wearing 31 years when that second one went off for college god bless you it was just time yes so i left one year after he left for Mm -hmm. college where was the first place you went the first place I went was up to Wisconsin to see my family. Okay. So did that and then traveled up to Door County. And from there, we went straight down to Key West. From wow. Door County to Key West. That's amazing. Yeah, that mm-hmm. was a nice drive. After the 42-foot fifth wheel, what did you get? I was by myself at that time. So mm-hmm. that was a lot of work on hitching, hitching. I had a bad hitch, so I would have to roll up into the bed of the truck because it was a little short. It took me like an hour just to get the hitch undone. Wow. So I traded that in for a Class A motorhome, mm-hmm. diesel. Is that the one we're in right now? That is, this is Sam. This oh, is Sam. This is Sam. Okay. Was Sam used or new? Sam was used. Okay. Um, somebody had bought the RV, drove it home, just you know, found something better and taken it back is what I was told. Okay, now Sam is a 40-foot diesel pusher. Right. So it's pretty big. It is. And uh, It's really nice in here. It is. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a nice Susan, does all the driving. I do all the driving. she has a, her and Eric have a pickup truck that you connect to the back? Yes. So we flat tow that, which is easy. We can hitch and unhitch in 10 minutes. Mm. Now, I know Mm -hmm. what everybody's thinking. What is going on here with Eric? Eric is a chef. (laughs) 
<laughs> does he cook a lot for you? Or, uh, he must do all the cooking, right? <laughs> Eric does about 1% of the cooking. Oh, oh no, Eric. <laughs> I'm known for my rock chicken. Oh, all right. You could use it as a doorstop. Oh, oh, you, you guys know the the ovens in here are not the same. No, right? It's not. a small microwave slash yeah, convection, yeah. not yes. really oven. Yeah, it sucks. I know. So, yeah, it's something you have to get used to. Yeah. I've had some meal failures here. Yeah. Uh, it takes a lot of getting used to. Yes. Going from feeding thousands to two people. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, exactly. Wow. Well, that's the issue. Yeah. <laughs> one of the many. Oh. I hide oh. the ingredients. Can't make that one. Oh. <laughs> it was easier feeding a thousand than it is two people, I guess. Huh? Definitely. Gosh. Definitely. Have you had any issues with this RV? Oh my goodness. So. Oh, okay, boy. so you say you bought it used, but I it did. was really like new use, right? Well, yeah. It was pretty much thirteen hundred miles. Gotcha. Okay. okay. Um, Sam has its name for a reason. We'll get there later. Okay. But, <laughs> so, you know, first the water tank. That was a friend that was going to do me a favor and f- connect to the city water and put it in the fresh tank instead and walked away. So the day before I was leaving with this one, my fresh water tank exploded. Whoa. It sounded like I was being shot at. I was. I had actually just come back. I was sitting in the front seat and the bolts coming out sounded like shots. I'm I'm like ducking down and then I turned around and looked and my flooring was like this far off the ground so the the hose was going into the fresh water water and it just kept going and going yes and And so I had had a couple water issues when I first picked it up Uh the dealer had put on cut off shut off valves on your overflow lines Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. so instead of ever seeing water dripping out you would not have Oh, oh yeah, so you didn't know it wasn't going out that way. Right, and they had said, you know, the lights are not reliable. Always wait till you see the water dripping out. Oh, jeez. Oh, you never saw water dripping out because... Yeah. Oh, my they gosh. They had put, put those fast. when they were trying to pressurize it to find the leak. They oh. put those on and left them shot. Oh, my god. So, anyway, yeah, so that was the first... So, the floor was coming up. This whole... This is new flooring front to back. This whole... Oh. They took out this whole slide, new fridge, all the flooring. After the water tank blew up, that's how they repaired it. And that was like eight weeks at Coachman. I had to take it back to the manufacturer because the dealers, it was beyond what they could do. Oh, I would imagine so. This was a major operation. Yeah, so that was eight weeks. I hope you weren't living in it full time. I was. I was. I absolutely was. I had to unload everything into an Airbnb for eight weeks. Oh, my gosh. Eric did the loading and unloading. I shouldn't say I. I think I was sick that whole time. I would imagine. (laughs) Right? So then you got on the road. So it was such a long time before they could take me mm-hmm. in Indiana that we traveled with no fresh water, the fridge it was kind of tipping. Oh, the so fridge to, was kind of tipping, huh? Oh, well, yeah. they, you know, the dealer said they fixed it, but they just wedged a piece of wood up in there, which you know, as we drove, shimmied loose and the fridge oh. fell in one day. Wait the a fridge minute. fell over as the you were driving. The refrigerator fell over? Into the RV. almost hit right my son. in Columbus. Yeah. Oh. I, I looked over my shoulder and I saw it tipping. I'm going, that's We were getting ready to drop no. him off for college. Oh, Oh my gosh. Yeah. And the food starts falling yeah. out. <laughs> oh, oh, not oh the pickles. Oh, what a no. mess. Oh, oh 
my, oh my goodness. God. Thank goodness nobody got hurt. So what did you do when the refrigerator fell over while you were driving it? Well, we dropped my son off at college, and we went to the hardware store and bought a bunch of Velcro. Velcroed it to MacGyver. the walls again. Mm-hmm. You know, MacGyver. <laughs> stuff some wood back up in the top to try and jam it. What you learn a lot in the RV life is how to repair things on your own. That is a necessity. And Sue does all the repairs because she's small enough and smart enough to get into places I can only dream about. <laughs> like when the back brake lights went out. I can't get in there. Oh well, God. technically, if we'd have done it the right way, you could have. Yeah. We did it the hard way because we didn't know. Right. Google helps so I, a lot. I like got up underneath and I had to go up like this and put my arms way up in she's there. She's showing the motion that she's shimmying no, no, up behind no, no, no. the brake <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm up inside, you know, blindly trying to find me. But we got them changed. Oh, that's good. And then when we got to Coachman for our next maintenance run, he's like, here, let me show you how to do it. And there was this little piece you just had to pull back from the, oh. Oh, from the, the engine in the back. Oh. I'm like, are you kidding me? Oh. It took me two hours. It's not <laughs> like when the brake line burned out in West Virginia. Oh, no. Mountains oh, wait a minute. West Virginia. Oh, what yeah. happened yes. with the brakes? Yes. Oh, that was another engineering marvel. So we have air brakes mm-hmm. and the plastic airline. Right. They set it up next to the exhaust. <gasps> so it burned a hole right through my air brake. Size line. of a half dollar it was. Oh, oh my God. So we're coming. Going through oh, West it was Virginia. Billy. Yeah, you were sleeping. Yeah. He was sleeping on the couch. And I said to Billy, you know, we saw one of those truck runoffs all lit up at night. And I said, wow, wouldn't it be creepy to have to go up one of those at nighttime? It would be even worse. And as we were going down the next large hill, I was like, I feel like my brakes aren't working. Now I probably just freaked myself out, right? So it was like 11 o'clock at night. So I said, let's just pull over. I went to Cracker Barrel, parked in the back, and the next day we couldn't get it to start. Wow. I was already having electrical and battery problems, so we thought that's what it was. We had to get off four new batteries. Wow. Six new batteries. Six, got new, six batteries new batteries. Six new batteries. $130 a piece. Oh, boy. So they wow. get that all done. It still wouldn't start. <gasps> so the repair guy came inside and he goes, Look at your indicators for your air brake lines. The lines are not filling up. And he went back there and he's like, There's a he- You're lucky you stopped. There's a huge hole in your air brake line. You would have had no brakes. Wow. Jeez. Down in the mountains of West Virginia. So I still yeah. don't know if I. <laughs> Could, could feel it, or I just had freaked myself out because I had just talked about not yeah. wanting to go. So I thought, yeah, you know, maybe it was just me. Well, you had another incident going down a hill where <laughs> Eric said he looked out the window and what you saw smoke coming out of the back. It looked like a smoke screen from Batman, Jeff. Let me tell you something I got a keen sense of smell mm-hmm. and hearing, mm-hmm. and something just didn't feel right coming down. And where were we? Is coming out of Flagstaff. Heading coming out Mason. of Flagstaff, I started smelling smoke, and there's a truck in front of us. It's not him. It's not the car in front of it. I pop my head out the window, and I see what could be described as a cloud, <laughs> oh, and I no. couldn't see any traffic behind us, and I knew there was traffic for four miles behind us. Well, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, hey, we're smoking. We're on fire. Pull over. She goes, I'm not stopping. Oh, oh my God. God. I go, it's eight miles to the bottom. No. I'm not stopping. <laughs> <laughs> That's not quite how it went. 
That's the way I saw it. Oh my! God. We had it was an eighteen mile hill. Okay. We had four miles left to go. Oh. So yes, I and you're not supposed to stop because it'll catch fire. It can catch fire. Right. You, you got to air them out slowly. Mm-hmm. Yes. So mm-hmm. no, I didn't stop. Were you using the engine brake? I was, but oh. I was not downshifting enough. Oh, okay. I'm so good at that now, though. Oh, oh God. God. that was she a had, lesson well learned. A little heads up. <laughs> Sue did her pre-truck driving, RV driving classes to be familiar with everything you need to know technically about how to handle a mountain or, I panicked. or a hill. No, I had, we hadn't done a mountain that size That was our ever. first mountain that size, not even <sighs> ever. Uh, what yeah. was that? Massachusetts wasn't that high. No, wow. that was, and it was pretty steep. So. But I mastered it coming back in and out. We did pretty good. No yeah, we smoke, didn't catch fire. No fire. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Although, <laughs> that's a good heads up. <laughs> we went to Quartzsite, hitched up the truck. So I have a separate braking system in the truck also. Right. Mm-hmm. We got about a mile off where we had stayed at Quartzsite. On flat road, yeah. And yeah. all of a sudden, you heard, Arr! and I felt a big lunge. Yep. Something threw the brakes on in the truck. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> and I'm dragging the truck behind oh, no. us. I jumped out that door. I, I ride with my hand on the seatbelt. <laughs> <laughs> I was out the RV in less than five seconds to yeah. see what was the matter. Yeah. And she's weird. like, what are you going to do? You know, if it's on fire or something. I said, I was going to disconnect the uh, truck from the RV right. you know, and tell you to pull up. Mm-hmm. You know, I do a superhero's thing. Sure. Do, so they're a lot of adventures oh, happen this way. I saved her off of a wild horse. Oh, oh no kidding. Yeah. Really? Oh, no. Yeah. No, let me tell the story then. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> we went horseback riding in Texas. They put him on a 20-year-old donkey almost. <laughs> My feet touched the ground. Okay. I was helping the horse walk. And, so I, and I was on the, the horse that jumped a lot and kicked a lot. So oh. they put me at the back. Oh, God. We were coming up a hill. He was at the top. Just as my horse was starting up, a flock of birds went over. He kicked up and started running up the hill. So she I'm I'm help, losing help. I'm losing my grip and I said, Help, I'm falling. As I go by him I look back and I see her she's hanging on sideways. <laughs> no, I was not. And I'm like, This looks like a job for Superman. <laughs> yes. I wasn't sideways. I watched enough westerns. Uh-huh. You were in the saddle sideways. No, I wasn't. Okay. Anyways, as I went by, he thinks he's gonna Take me off my horse and put me on his. Right. He grabbed me and pulled me side. Now I'm riding the horse sideways with my legs wrapped oh, right. around what him. What had happened was that <laughs> she had corrected herself in the saddle by uh-huh. the time she got with me. Uh-huh. But in my mind, slow motionly, I'm already rescuing. I'm going right. to grab her by the back of the pants. Snatch me right out of the belt, saddle. Yeah, throwing her on the back of oh, my horse. God, yeah, she had overalls out. on, so I couldn't get any anything. Oh, so oh, I, I had her coat. I let it go. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> no, Which so, caused yeah. me to sliver and fall and... Oh, I fell out of my horse. Oh, no. Face dirt, face down in the dirt. Oh, Meanwhile, I look up and she's standing over me. I'm uh-huh. like, what the heck has happened? Oh, man. That's the way it happened. You know, oh, my God. I'm That's thinking so a podcast is not good enough. You guys need to make a movie. movie. This should be a movie. Movie. Now, what was the story about? What was it, a river or something? Oh, Door County. Oh, no, that was in. Um Terry Andrew Park in Kohler, Wisconsin. Kohler, Wisconsin. Okay. The toilet people. Oh, the to- oh, the Kohler. Oh, that's where that. they make okay. that plumbing relatives oh. made toilets. No, oh. no. Oh. Soul toilets. Anyway. That's a good business. It is. So what happened? Well, we had pulled in at night. Okay. Which we usually do. We like to late Not night check in. But yeah, we, we ban that. We, we carry a Bible now. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, we pull into this park, and Sue makes all her bookings and reservations. Was it a national park? or? 
State Park? Yeah, State Park. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're driving up the hill to the, where the check-in, uh, you can just park there, you know. And uh, I say to her, I says, you know, I can hear the ocean. And she says, we're not near the ocean. That's Lake Michigan. Right. I go, yeah, it is. And I can hear it. It's really loud. And you could, <laughs> you could hear the water crash. And so we parked there, you know, and uh, pulled down the next day. And we seated there one-foot grace from the lake. Wow. There's a one-foot grace if you're in the lake. So it was pretty terrible. So the next day we get up and, you know, and it rained. Mm -hmm. And I was going to walk Amaya the dog, you know. Amaya goes outside. She, oh, she jumps back in. And I'm like, what the heck? So I go up next and I take a look and a step. And what do I see? The whole street is a river now. Oh, and my. as far as you can see, the water had risen up. And uh, I start screaming to Sue. Say, hey, hey, get up, get up. It's raining outside and we got a river out there. Mm -hmm. We get down to the bottom of the hill and uh, I see the ranger. I'm like, what happened? He goes, I thought you guys would be all right. And I'm like, the water was up to my knee. <laughs> yeah. Well, didn't you say you were the last ones there? There was nobody else? They evacuated everybody but us. <laughs> You're kidding. Oh, oh, my God. God. They thought we were big enough to handle it. Oh, my God. <laughs> and we saw the dumpsters. You know, they were floating. Oh, my. Would dumpsters God. float? Yeah. Yeah, we've That's seen that good. movie. Yeah. That's not good. Let me go oh, back yeah. to naming it, Sam. Yes. Oh, yeah. So after the air brakes went, the power steering went downtown Cleveland. That was a tough drive. The power steering went out in downtown Cleveland? Yes. Yeah. Oh, my huh? God. Oh, my oh, no, God. it was in Lakewood. It was downtown Lakewood, right oh. in Mark's parking lot. Oh, I had to get out of Mark's they parking lot. They banned us no from Mark's parking lot now to Lakewood Police. They did not. Oh, oh, oh that was drug mark. Drug mark. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. Well, the Lakewood Library, the lady, you know, she's a, oh, yeah, oh, well, yeah. But well, we I used to okay live now. next to the library, so mm -hmm. I, oh. they let me park there oh, That's okay. when I come. Yeah, I so, heard about that. Really how did Sam get his name, the oh, yeah. RV? So, the other issue, and they kept telling me it was a self-proclaimed electrical issue. I guess that's how they described it when I went there. Well, they do that with all women. They just, just yeah, yeah. kind of dish women as far as being knowledgeable about right. mechanical issues. Yeah. We, I've had so many electrical issues. The coach batteries were not turning off when I shut the engine off. They were feeding the house batteries all the time. Wow. Draining them all dead, burning out laptop cords, phone cords, Jeez. melted a phone. Finally, the third time we were at Coachman this past fall, we were there 37 days. They Over got, 100 total. They got Freightliner involved. We spent a couple weeks at the Freightliner. In South Bend, Indiana. Nice campus. Mm -hmm. So anyways, yeah. it, it, they decided that five wires had been cut. They put the wrong electrical, I think you call it a chassis. And when they were putting mm -hmm. the wires in it, they didn't have five that fit anywhere, so they just cut it. This is off the assembly line. Oh. So that was my electrical issue. So they've bypassed those. Mm -hmm. So it is better. That's good. Mm -hmm. But Sam stood for shitty-ass motorhome. No! On the back of it, I did, with my cricket, I did a big Sam I Am, mm -hmm. and then the license plate on the truck is Chasing Sam. Oh, Should have been Pushing God. Sam. You know, it's interesting, because people who listen to this will hear the truth about what it's really like being it's in a murder. Yeah, yeah. And, it is. And yeah. I will say Coachman went above and beyond because, yes. as I said, I bought it used. Mm -hmm. So be at 1,300 miles, I, it was no factory warranty once you're the second owner. Wow. So the dealer bought me a bumper-to-bumper four-year warranty through, you know, not the manufacturer, though. Right. 
So Coachman really didn't have to do anything. They were, they didn't do zero, and they've spent. Every, I don't know. My last bill was like twenty grand, and I they picked that all up. Wow. That's incredible. Yeah, Coachman so, is an incredible company, and for highly recommend. Figuring out what was wrong and. Wow. So do you think cool. uh, all the bugs are worked out now? Is everything? Great now? Pretty great. I mean, my yeah. water pump went, but that was, you know, we've been using it two years pretty hard, so mm-hmm. I went out and got another one, hooked Replaced it all it up. Herself. Oh, you did it Replaced yourself. my water pump. Good for Rosie you. Rosie Deriveter. Wow. Um, Fantastic. I just had the flange on the water intake for the city connection was stripped again right. using it a couple years so uh-huh. i bought one out for amazon uh-huh. fixed that last weekend what a oh, brass that's so piece cool. that took me yeah. like three tries yeah. and yeah. we had water everywhere it was uh, a big mess and right. finally i was like i you know i take a break come back in think about it go back out and we got it good for you so have you ever had an embarrassing moment yeah my most embarrassing moment would be in uh, somewhere near columbus i believe we had picked up my son because the college didn't want him back. COVID had just hit. Yeah, he was at Ohio Wesleyan with a double major. Wow. So it was his first day for online courses. So I'm trying to get him to the next campsite so we can get Wi-Fi hooked up and he can get online. Mm-hmm. And the GPS told me I should go off-road, which it's a trucking GPS. That should not happen. Anyway, took me down the wrong road. Oh. And you were driving this? I was driving this. Uh-huh. I did not have the truck on the back yet, though. Okay. Thank goodness. So I saw a driveway that had a horse trailer in it, thinking if they could do that, I could do that. Mm-hmm. And as I was backing out, at the last second, I saw his mailbox in the corner. So I put my brakes on, but it was raining, and my back tires just hit the mud, and I slid a little bit down into the ditch, and I was straddling the two-lane road that was the only road to the factory and it was like 10 to 3 and shift change was 3 o'clock so <gasps> we made like 300 people late for work oh. so how long did it take you to get out of About that about an hour and a half oh um, the sheriff came. He said, you can buff that out. <laughs> the sheriff said, if you're handy, you can probably take care of yourself. There wasn't any damage. Uh-huh. Now I was straddling the road and neither yeah. tires were hitting. Mm-hmm. Oh my! So by the time they got a tow truck large enough, <gasps> they had a sheriff at either end of the road directing people to not even bother waiting. Yeah. And then they had one, he was very, very nice. He was like walking around, tell me the day. And I was just trying to sink down so nobody could see me. I was so embarrassed. Oh. And my child did online school in the middle of the highway. <gasps> oh, no. <laughs> waiting. Oh, oh, my God. At least you have the internet. Right? Yes. I carry my own, and I just got a second one, so I carry a Verizon and a T-Mobile hotspot, right. so I can usually get yeah, it anywhere. Get it anywhere, yeah. So here you are, you're living in an RV, you've been out and about, you've been traveling, you know, of course you sold your house and everything. If you could do it over again, would you do the same thing? Absolutely. No kidding. Absolutely. And I think everybody knew I always would. Mm -hmm. Like everyone in my family, Grandpa always said I had spunk. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, yeah, I'm happy. I'll do it for a little while longer. I mean, I want to hit all the states. I've got... By the time I get back to Ohio, I have 36 <coughs> states. Mm-hmm. Wow. For me, it, it was something new. You know, I wanted to be with Susan, and she told me about this dream, you know, of traveling on the road and being a nomad. And mm-hmm. uh, states we think about are Florida, Carolinas. Key West. Key West. Yeah. It's yeah. expensive. Have you been to Key West yet? No, we haven't. <sighs> Key West. So I went jet skiing, parasailing. And we were getting ready to go snorkeling, and the captain took a wave fast, and I fractured my spine. Oh, no. 
He was back in Cleveland. My son was with me on college break, but he had to go back. It was his senior year. Park was $150 a night. Wow. Yeah, I was only supposed to be there a couple days. I had to be there almost eight weeks. I couldn't move. I had to have surgery. So my neighbor, thank you, Jonathan Lubis and the Lubis family for letting him come. He drove from Lakewood all the way down to Key West to pick up my son and get him back to school. It was all, you know, COVID was fairly new. We weren't comfortable flying. Yep. He drove all the way down there and went and picked him up and took him back to college for me. Wow. Oh, nice. Well, you've been through it. Clevelanders. You even even broke your leg, didn't you? Broke my leg um, right before I fractured my spine. A cashier at Walmart dropped a bottle and shattered my toe. Bottle of ketchup, one of the big jugs. Wow. Shattered one toe and fractured two others. Oh, my God. And then five days later, I fractured my spine. Oh. So it gave my toe time to heal. Gosh. Well, that's... (laughs) Well, you know, all I got to say is (laughs) RV life is really, really incredible if you can go through what you have been through and you still love it. Oh, I love it. Well, if you knew me prior, those things happen to me all the time. So that's nothing. Nobody's surprised. Plus, she used to be kind of a clean freak, and now she realizes we're camping. I have to say that all the time. It's okay. It'll disappear. Yep. We're in a vortex. We've lost a lot of stuff in here. I was going, oh, it's in the garbage. It's only 40 feet, but something's somebody else is living here. You, no, seriously, what is it? Yeah. We have a thirty foot RV and we lose things. And we right? lose stuff. In I, how can feet. you? It is how so, the hell can you lose stuff? It's so weird. It's like Well, we lost the sound for the T V. We went for two days without hearing it until I was like, you know, we could I never even thought about it. We can get up off the couch and hit the button on there and make it go up. Oh, that's so funny. It was oh, the old fashioned days. Right? Like, you can get up and hit that button down. up there and we could hear things again but it's oh. nice that the technology has changed because you can work from here yes you've got the bose sound system you've got the big screen tv and i mean this is amazing we're, yeah. we're equipped to go solar but the panels are so expensive right now that right. you know it's just something that we're doing starting to do research and mm-hmm. how to be more sustainable and without leaving that carbon footprint right yeah. any advice you would give anybody who wants to get started in rving let me think about that one for a minute. That's okay. I'd say if you have friends with an RV, spend a week with them mm-hmm. and actually be involved in what you're doing. A lot of people say, I'll go RV, and they just kind of sit around and not, don't participate. Right. Sue made up a list, and I've got over 120 jobs just on the outside of the rig <laughs> before we can pack up and leave. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's things to check on right. hooking water. Sure. Like, it's every tiny little chore. Yeah. And, you know, down to the safety check before we pull off and that's done every time we hook the rig up and pull out I mean it's gotta be done those little dotting the I's and crossing the T's because we see people pulling off with their awnings hanging out yeah. or mm-hmm. their hoses hooked up yep. or even the gas pump still connected mm-hmm. yeah. or even checking whenever you stop so at one point we lost the running lights we were driving through Vermont in pitch dark with nobody being able to see us and we stopped for gas, and someone's like, hey, you know, you got no running lights. Oh. That was part of my whole electrical issue. Right. Yeah. Just whenever all my lights would go out. Yeah. So we didn't know. Or like when the, the truck 
power cord came out while we were driving. Mm -hmm. So the truck had no lights in the back. I'm like, somebody's going to hit me not seeing that back there. Right. Right. Just be prepared to always learn something every day Mm -hmm. and don't be frustrated. Uh, But it is a cash cow business. Try to understand that. This is like any other business in America. They're here to make money. They make a lot of it. And you go around the country, you'll see thousands and thousands of RVs just parked. And it's just mesmerizing to try to wrap your head around the numbers that are out there or the activities that are here for us as far as get-togethers or communities or places like Quartzsite, Arizona. I wish they had something like that in Ohio where RVers could get together. Mm. Uh, There are different groups, like there's all female groups that you could join, or all Asian groups or Mm -hmm. black groups, and, Mm -hmm. you know, having associations with those different places and finding different locations to stay. Get your CCW, carry a weapon with you because there's yahoos out here, um, just like everywhere else. Be vigilant. And uh, since this is our home, it's hard to like stay at the hotel more than a day or two because everything we own is here. It was horrible. We stayed at the MGM and I was like, I just want to go back home. I've never left my house unattended in a parking lot, basically. They say the place is secure, but you know it's not. At the last place, my Mm. e bike was stolen. Cut the chain and mm. stole it so i wasn't real comfy leaving it here it was yeah. horrible mm-hmm. so an older rv would be the first advice the older the better is less things to go wrong electrically mm-hmm. well, i don't know about that but i think they were built better back yeah. in the day yeah, yeah. that's yep. what yeah. i was yeah. saying i think their favorite place you've been key west key west, key west is just beautiful uh, there's so much to do I haven't been there yet. Uh-huh. Uh, we're going to the canyon tomorrow. Oh, Grand Canyon, yes. Did I have a favorite? I yeah. like the forest. <laughs> the forest. Like the Massachusetts forest. or Vermont, Go. one of those places. Mm-hmm. We were driving there, you know, we're feeling good, and I'm like, look, Woodstock. Uh-huh. See, let's, let's go. So we turned off the highway and we drove in the this little gully and uh, man oh man it was Woodstock Woodstock wrong, Vermont Vermont wrong state yeah uh-huh. isn't that amazing yeah. It, yeah you can do that well we want to thank you guys very much for coming on the podcast yeah. with us so and fun thanks for having us watch you guys. those road signs oh yes, yes. You know, they got bears and ducks and uh, yep. donkeys well you guys have been great and yes. we wish you the best of luck do you want to sue to play your ukulele no you I'm not playing we it we do a thank hell you. of an no. rendition of House no. of the Rising no Join us next week for another episode. Thanks for listening. It's the Rockin' the RV Life podcast with Jeff and Patty. Hear more of their adventures on the road with our next episode. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe and tell your friends.